1: It's chris brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man. Look oh, at the powerful questions. Woo! This
0: is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet
1: Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Three episodes in one week. Oh, man, we are on a roll here. Uh, welcome to the latest audio adventure, On the Chris Van Vliet Show, this one is brought to you by Roman. And I feel like a lot of eyes were opened up. A lot of minds were changed the last time we had Ryback on the show. Uh, We did that interview a little over six months ago. Uh, It's the one where Ryback's wearing a suit. If you watch this on YouTube, you know the one I'm talking about. Um, It now has over 650,000 views. Uh, He opens up big time about why he left WWE. Um, Actually, um why he said F you to Vince McMahon and then walked out on WWE. And I feel like there were a lot of negative stories and rumors out there. And I feel like this conversation really let people see what Ryback was all about. Uh, he's a great guy, a super positive guy. And he's working hard as an entrepreneur on his own supplement company called feed me more nutrition, which has the best pre-workout I've ever taken. Um, And he didn't pay me to say that, although it'd be great if he did. Um, He also has his podcast, Conversation with a Big Guy, and his YouTube channel, Ryback TV. He's been a busy, busy dude. And he got a lot of great feedback and comments after that interview. And it kind of kicked his YouTube channel into, like, high gear. And I think he really realized the potential that he had there. Um, His channel now has 165,000 subscribers, which he got in, like, those last six months. And it looks like he's now getting ready to return to the wrestling ring. So we dig into a lot of stuff here. And uh, thanks for being on this journey with me. And and I appreciate you listening and subscribing, no matter what platform it is that you listen on. Um, If you are an Apple podcast specifically, though, I thank you for those reviews that you've been leaving on the show. Like this one from Top Dog 611, who says the Joe Rogan of wrestling. That is man, that's very kind. Big shoes to fill there. With the longer episodes and range of topics, I think you're the next big thing. Soon enough, you'll have wrestlers flying to your studio for interviews. Well, thank you, Top Dog 611 I'm going to keep reading a review on the show, shouting you out um, on Apple Podcasts. So thank you for those reviews. And I wish I had a studio that I could have wrestlers fly into to do these interviews. That would be cool. But for now, my studio will be the wrestlers' hotel rooms. Uh, although we did this one in Ryback's house, I flew myself to Las Vegas. Did this interview. I also did the uh, Austin Aries interview the day before. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been a quite a ride in 2019. Like this is like my main thing now. By the way, YouTube and the podcast. Uh, it's like my main thing. So I appreciate you supporting this. And I know I do not have a Patreon. I'm not asking for your money. Don't PayPal me any money. Uh, I just ask for you to leave a review and subscribe. That's it. Super simple, right? Um, Thank you to uh, Samson for making the audio equipment that make us sound so good on the show. Uh, You can check out their exceptionally well-priced mics and other equipment like mixer boards and the headphones I'm wearing right now and cables at samsontech.com. Now, I spent almost the whole day with Ryback when I was in Las Vegas last week. Uh, We did this interview, and then I was part of two videos on his channel, one where we worked out in his home gym with Austin Aries and I tried to lift as much weight as pro wrestlers and watch the video and you'll see what happened. I actually I think I I think I held my own. Like I go to the gym a lot. I think I held my own here. I think it was decent. After that though, we went to Five Guys, ate burgers and reviewed it. Mm, it's as good as it sounds. They're fries, by the way, Five Guys fries are so good. Um now Ryback doesn't actually say it in this interview, but it sounds like he'll be returning to uh, wrestling somewhere in 2020 could it be wwe maybe it's aew maybe nwa impact i don't know but he's going to be back somewhere and he also has this very interesting theory that wwe is going to get bought out by fox or disney which sounds crazy when you hear it but the more he talked about it the more he explained it it seems pretty plausible so um here you go. It's such an enjoyable conversation. I know you're going to love it. It's the big guy. Ryback. back. Uh, what have we got in here, by the way? Oh, right here? You
0: know? The Wake Up Unlimited Energy <laughs> by Feed Me More Nutrition, available on feedmemore.com
1: and Amazon. I didn't, Walmart.com very soon. I didn't mean for that to be an ad, but... Oh, I that's actually, all I do. I actually take your pre-workout. When I interviewed you last time... Yes. Uh, and the first time I interviewed you, which was last time... Uh, actually, no, I had interviewed you one time before at WrestleMania, but the last time I interviewed you six months ago in May.
0: And I didn't remember that because it, that was like a little media, not the media, yeah. but we're doing the access and it was, they just, I remember walking, they like, oh, go, you're going to do an interview yeah. for.
1: it was like a two minute quick interview. Um, but last time I interviewed you back in May, it was Double or Nothing Weekend. Yes. We did it at my hotel in Las Vegas. You gave me some of that uh, pre workout and it's the best pre workout I've ever had.
0: Are you just saying that because.
1: Because you're sitting beside me and you're gigantic. No, no, um, no it's actually it's it's changed my life. My chair up a little bit. Oh, geez. There we go. I'll just move closer to the camera. <laughs> yeah. Look how huge I am now.
0: I do that in my workout videos where I work out with the big uh, power guys. I try to out angle <laughs> them without them knowing because they're not necessarily aware of the camera, of uh, the old wrestling trick of just taking a couple steps to the, forward and you're yeah. like you're pretty much 300 pounds now around that but that's the weight's not a, my weight is going to end up coming down. I had to when you saw me last time um I had I, a lot of great things have happened by the way since that. Uh right. Company Bioaccelerator out of Medellín, Colombia contacted me and Kevin Nash and they ended up giving me like $40,000 of free stem cell treatment. Wow. And um I I just paid for my plane ticket down there and that was it and it was um My back is completely better now. Wow, whereas completely, completely better. Like I'm like back deadlifting, just got five hundred something the other day, and like this is after not doing any of this stuff for years and and doing it the right way and actually um, in doing the Feed Me More Fitness on YouTube with the Ryback TV. Part of the the thing for me is letting go of the ego completely and shifting my mindset. In the older that I get, Um, because I have a very competitive mindset and it's very poisonous. And I found for me that simply switching to a I wanna learn as much as possible mindset mm. allows me to shut my ego off automatically. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And putting myself now that my health is coming back, documenting this journey now, which it would have been cool to do from the very beginning, but I got a lot of this it, that was a tough time mentally with doing everything. But putting myself around people who are excelling in areas like that I can improve in and everything I've known just kind of shutting off and um, documenting that and it, it's been a really cool thing so far but
1: what percentage would you say you're at now because I asked you six months ago what yeah. percentage you were at I don't know so this is the other
0: thing where um, and I've given a lot of thought to this is I've I've put so much pressure on myself where I keep thinking I got to get back at a certain point and it, it's it's like I took some bookings and they ended up two of them got cancelled there here towards the end of this year I wasn't ready though quite frankly my shoulder this is a, a something that can't just say like oh, I'm going to be ready by february I don't know mm. i'm working with people I' got people out here several days a week doing rehab every day working with a top physiotherapist, a girl that does uh, this newbie new fit device on my shoulder and ankle every week and I'm trying my absolute best just to get completely healthy while running everything with feed me more nutrition in the podcast
1: well and and people might be wondering if you're watching this and not just listening where we are right now we're inside the uh the podcast studio, I guess we'd call it at the house. You're inside the yeah, my house. Yeah, but but the studio's inside your house, inside Las Vegas is where we are. Correct.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which I told you, I'm mean, eventually. Uh, I got the townhouse down the road. I'm thinking of switching everything, turning that to feed me more nutrition headquarters for the time being, and bringing somebody in and running the podcast out of there, which is a big. It has a bigger uh, room to do that in. So wow. that's in January. I think I'm making going to make that call.
1: If someone wants to buy some feed me more nutrition, do you have like a coupon code or something you should throw out there? I do.
0: Well, we just ran our, our Black Friday special and uh, well, Thanksgiving, it. and but Podcast Ten is always a uh, there. You go ten percent off on.
1: I don't know. Feed me more I'm nutrition. just plugging everything for you here. Yeah, no one's
0: gonna watch this one the other one did pretty decent this one's gonna be just the other plugged. one was
1: one of my most watched interviews of 2019 um, that's crazy. not bad yeah no I'd say that's pretty
0: good I think it was the thumbnail of me choking you quite frankly Yeah, so we got to
1: up the thumbnail on this one which you've seen we did I think we upped the thumbnail on this we one. we did yeah
0: I was thinking no, no kidding yesterday I was like I, I'm thinking about these thumbnails now that I'm a youtuber yeah and how important thumbnails are and I go Oh, we maybe we go in the backyard on the slide on the top there's a spot to stand And me looking like I'm going to shell shock you into the pool. I go, which is highly dangerous that if we do go,
1: we're going and it's freezing out right now. Then we could make the, uh, you know, in a real YouTuber way, we could make the title of the video like, OMG, you won't believe what Ryback did or something like that.
0: That that always works. Yeah,
1: always. Always. It's funny, though. You kind of saw the influence of YouTube when we did that interview. And you like doubled down, tripled down, 10x down on your channel. And your channel has since exploded because of that
0: yeah doing that interview with you opened my eyes to um, and and I'm like we've talked about with Gary Vaynerchuk I was doing everything on social media that I, I could possibly I felt like I could be doing uh, and all the, and, and not, I don't necessarily want to be on it that much, but YouTube was the one thing I never really got involved in. And from a business standpoint, it was the most important thing. And with things, we see what's going on with social media now, like the algorithms with Instagram, and sure. there's a lot of stuff going on, um, <laughs> and, and a lot. And, that, and not to say that YouTube doesn't have their own thing, but YouTube was the first place that was actually kind of pushing out my content. Where people were going, oh my God! I had no idea what happened to you. Yeah, which and it made me because I'm not, I don't watch that stuff, so I didn't wasn't really fully aware. And I knew people do well on it and whatnot, but essentially it opened my eyes to that YouTube is television, and that is a way for me to kind of get back the audience that I lost when I left.
1: Yeah, and I think that a lot of people saw our interview and went, Oh my God, Ryback's such a different guy than I perceived him to be. And after you left, a lot of stories came out, you know, and we cleared up a lot of that stuff in the last interview. But basically, it was a chance for you to go, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of misinformation out there. And I think, too, the, the best thing I tell people is just um, if you're going to get your information from online or, or from dirt sheets or from other people, uh, it, it, that could be altered. And there's always people have, you know, objectives and there's people making money on different things. And uh, as we know, in the big organizations, the wrestling companies, some of them, they can put out what they want to put out and whatever agenda they want to do. And it's all good. But I think if you and I said this from the beginning, the truth always wins out. Put out your content and now and I have a platform on, on various different ways that. You can just come watch yourself and make yeah. a decision right from the source. And if you don't like me, then that's okay. You're more than welcome not to. But if you're not going to like me, don't like me for, for actually and have a valid reason, not because this person said something. You know,
1: is you getting you know rebuilding yourself, getting healthy again? Yeah. Is it all with the end goal of getting back into the ring and returning to wrestling?
0: Um, no, so for no, the end goal is to do this to get healthy again just for life. Okay. I think that's the most important thing I've learned in all of this. I love pro wrestling. I, I've loved it since I was a kid. Um, the way that the business is, I, I love everything AEW is doing. And I was telling – we were talking out there. If there is an organization that is treating talent better, that is a great thing mm-hmm. in pro wrestling. I can't – right now, though, I've – have so much going on with Feed Me More Nutrition and in, in the podcast, and I looked at it like this, and when I left, that was one of my goals. I wanted to grow the supplement line. It takes a lot of time and focus, and everything with Sophie in being stuck at home that's your, your dog. My dog, yeah. you know, we talked about before that, has disc disease. It, it, it limits my options a little bit right now. And it, I owe it to myself to get my health back and to grow, feed me more nutrition, which I have a distribution call mid-month here, which if I can land that, and, and just even for a couple of the supplement, it's a game changer. to what I've been working for.
1: Well, you wouldn't know because he's not wearing the suit like you were last interview, but no, you're like it, a businessman now. You have yeah, to you're be. are an entrepreneur, Morning yeah. to
0: night, it's up between five and six every morning, depending on when I get to bed. I get at least seven hours. You got to seven, no more than eight, and, and then it's working morning to night. And when, I think when you have a business, you got to be very hands-on if you want it to succeed. No one's going to care about it as much as you. And um, I was very unhappy, and I've talked about it with the way pro wrestling and, and the way things are run. Rather than stay and bitch about it there, I chose to leave. Um, the health stuff came up had to address that I'm very blessed to be able to and grateful that I sit here today and not in pain my back and I know my shoulders are going to come back where I'm going to have some options um but I just I need to focus on what I'm doing right now before I make any decision pro wrestling whether once my health is back mm-hmm. fully and I know my shoulders back I'll be able to say All right, I'll pick up the phone, I'll make a phone call.
1: So you do want to get back into
0: wrestling. Absolutely. I think it's it's everything I mean, if you look at my all my branding is everything with my pro wrestling identity.
1: But that's also, you know, that's your name now. Absolutely. Legal name is Ryback.
0: Yeah, and that's and again everything and I didn't, uh, born Ryan, I didn't necessarily want to do that. I tell people this, I I use this name all the time. I go, if my wrestling name was Grizzly Bear, I wasn't probably going (laughs) to, the Grizz, I wasn't going to change my name to that, uh, more likely than not. I looked at it as Ryback Ryan. (laughs) Not so bad. I could live with that. But
1: look, if a guy like me changed their name to Ryback, it this doesn't. This doesn't work.
0: A guy like you. No one questions it. it though. Whenever I do it, well, people course, they go, "Oh, no one, that's a cool name." No one
1: questions anything you do. Of course. <laughs> 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 are they, they going to question a monster like you? Like, oh, what kind of stupid ass name is that? No, but it's <laughs> online. I'm sure, if you will. I'm. I'm sure they will. It's yeah. In the yeah. comments section. Leave a comment here. below. <laughs> Let me know if you
0: think how dumb that was, guys. <laughs> the uh, no, but there was a thing actually, and unfortunately, and I wish them all the best. I'm not. I'm done being angry and all that, but. Uh, WWE refiled for the Ryback trademark on the final day before I was set to get it uh, which I had to pay to have my trademark filed for it and, that, and uh, they refiled the final day uh, and my attorney notified me and I got to have a phone call with him that uh, it's going to cost me between 45000 and $60,000 to cancel out their trademark on it which more like it'll take anywhere from 12 to 18 months and I should be awarded it at the end, oh my but I'm going God. to have to pay. And so I sent them a message. I actually sent Mark, Mark Carano, I think that's his name, a message last week. And, uh, and just nothing mean. Just I would really appreciate it if you guys canceled this, drop this on your own. I'm going to be really upset if you, uh, if you don't. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really fucking upset.
1: Do you think they'll drop it?
0: I don't know. It doesn't hurt to ask, though.
1: kind of what they do, though. Yeah,
0: but uh, it is what it is. At the end of the day, if I have to pay it, I have to pay it. But it's not all up front. It's 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 over the course of the time. Right. So that makes it a little better. But, I mean, no one wants to pay that kind of money. It's a for a expense, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, it 100% is. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. But And it's not going to stop me from using the name on anything, but it's merchandising. Can't have a shirt with Ryback on it if they or Ryback TV on YouTube, they also filed for it in entertainment and online services, which is very odd, so.
1: If anyone has been to your YouTube channel, um, they'll see how much you like to eat, and it's actually, I'm blown away by how much food you can put down.
0: You know, it wasn't actually, I started out doing this, and- uh, it's kind
1: of an accident, right?
0: Yeah, my guy, the editor that I use, this whole thing has been just very random. Uh, made some changes in my life, uh, ne- some negative people that were around, and dropped that. The energy just instantly shifted. The bioaccelerator contacted me, gave me the free treatment. Uh, a guy that I met years ago at a uh, Wrestlecade, uh, DJ Dell's sneaker addict. He has his own YouTube channel. I, and, I, ju- I just did something on his channel. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. told me that he shoots me a message and he goes, "Guy had the YouTube channel, but I had nobody running it. I had no idea. They someone we would just occasionally throw up a podcast." Nobody was watching it. Nobody knew it existed on there. And I wasn't, I was too busy to even worry about it. He goes, hey, let me run your channel. I can get, turn this thing around for you. And I go, okay, let's try it. And we he starts doing it and I start noticing stuff starts getting views and it's being run properly. And then he, uh, one day he goes, uh, and I talked about this years ago on the podcast, jokingly doing a Feed Me More type food review thing. While the, when the injuries got really bad and then that never really was a thing, and he goes, Uh, go get this Popeyes chicken sandwich if you get time. It's all the rave on, on YouTube, right? And I go, I like, go, oh, That's stupid, like, I'm not gonna go eat a Popeyes chicken sandwich. And then he goes, I'm telling you, it's gonna get views he goes it'll help your other stuff. And I go, All right, I'll give it a shot. And I go down there and I get four of them, too original, too <laughs> spicy, which was like, I was like, it was a cheat meal for me. And I was like, and uh, it ended up doing pretty decent numbers. And uh, people, it turns out, I look at it. People think if you're just looking, at a guy eating food. For me, it was a way people would listen to me talk,
1: mm-hmm. which, by
0: the way, over half of my Feed Me More Nutrition sales now come from YouTube.
1: Wow. So
0: when I put a video on food and talking, it leads to the podcast and it leads to more supplement sales and allows, it, it, it just ties into everything that I'm doing.
1: It's like with. one big funnel here, really. Yeah. yeah. And
0: to, that's a Gary Vaynerchuk thing. That and every, you got to know the platform and the, you, the audience is going to tell you what they like. And, whatnot. and then for me, it just kind of snowballed into I'm going to try a hot challenge. I see this spicy stuff. I'm going to see if I can handle spot hot stuff. And apparently, I guess I'm an official chili head now. I, I mingle with other chili heads that are like big names in the League of Fire and the game. in the game. And they're just like, you're really good at this. You are. And it, but I, I was like, I was like, just a loser eating hot stuff.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> first of all, the Popeyes video was the real catalyst for change yeah. for your channel. Like- Thanks, Popeyes. I think you got like thirty or forty thousand subscribers that month. Like your your channel was kind of chugging along, and then went. Ooh, it started. Like we that. had
0: three thousand, and we're at one hundred and sixty five now. So you had three thousand when? When it all started? When d when that DJ Dells so took how over long the channel? Ago was that? that was about five six. When was our last interview? May 25th. So it was that because it started right after that. I think it had to have been right after. It that. was. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I remember I texted you and I said you know, how's your channel doing? And you're like, oh, it's doing really well. And I went online and looked at the numbers and I'm like, you gained 40,000 subscribers this month. I've never gained 40,000 subscribers in a month. Yeah, that's incredible.
0: But it's, uh, it's constant worry, It's a whole other thing now and doing videos and creating content for it. And it's a good thing, man. But I saw that when we talked and you did the podcast before, it kind of opened my eyes to, I was
1: just, I was missing out. Well, we'll leave a link below like we did last time. We'll pin it in the comments. If you want to subscribe to Ryback TV, you can check that out. And uh, you're you're well on your way to half a million subscribers and then a then million after that, I guess.
0: It's, you know, uh, what's the show with Jim Carrey, The Truman Show? Yeah. I look at YouTube and I joke about this now. I go, I'm just gonna put my life on YouTube and it let people decide because there was so much misinformation. And it's sad too, you know, like with wrestling, we all know and everyone in the business knows it's when you're playing characters and, and acting as far as, as playing a part um it's like it's, it's weird it's cause people that that's where it blurs the line people the, we love wrestling so much you want to believe so desperately what you're watching is is real it's it's like when you suspend your belief for a movie but you don't leave that movie in and, and you know if The Rock is whatever role he plays in Jumanji, you don't leave that knowing that that's you know what I mean, yeah. and you don't judge him based off of that. Where wrestling, kind of like when I played that bully character, a lot of people hate me solely for that. Yeah, and it, it, it it's like when you seen but grownups, not children, and you're like, guys, come on. And so I think put your life out there for who you are, then they could watch you.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think it's constant, con, con- constant content where it takes time. For the masses to see him like, oh, wait a second, we had the wrong idea about that
1: guy. What do you think was the biggest misconception about Ryback the individual?
0: I don't know. I I honestly, I don't. I don't know there was so much information. Like I said, I don't like to focus on the negative as much because if you look at the channel, there's so much love and positivity on there. It's such a small percentage of, of people that dislike in the negativity. And, and I look at it and I've learned through Gary and practicing it myself, having love and empathy towards him and really practicing that uh, it, It's it takes time and practice and not letting other people control your emotions yeah. that realizing that hurt people hurt people. Mm. And that's what they do. And there's a small percentage of the, popular large portion that that truly suffer from depression and social media doesn't help that with them and they're not happy with themselves so they look at things and they they try to make other people feel bad and i just quit letting that make me feel bad but as far as the biggest misconception i don't i don't i think the an unsafe worker i think was always the the one that always made me smile the most and uh, it just wasn't was not the case
1: that was uh that was something started by cm punk i think
0: yeah and again you know it, it's and we've talked about he was really beat up with that and he actually wasn't only me I remember he would, was with the Harper Luke Harper and uh, Eric Rowan he had to do some things and Luke Harper is a very very good worker as well as, as Rowan is in, is a big man and, um, I remember him coming back and being upset over time I think he was just so beat up and when you get into that mindset too and you're not happy with the company it doesn't help that they have this guy and they're pushing this other guy there's a lot of stuff going on with it, that
1: so it goes back to what you were just saying hurt people hurt people that's yeah. such a powerful phrase it's so true
0: it is and it's and when you realize that you quit taking it personally yeah. and you got but it take you you're like how do i do that you have to truly stop yourself from having whatever feelings that you're having of hate and anger and resentment and look at it and go man and try to put yourself in their shoes and what's going on in their life. And for them to like, try to do that. it, it's, it sucks. Yeah. So
1: in your YouTube channel, what's been the hottest thing you've eaten? Cause you've eaten some ridiculously hot things.
0: Yeah. So John, this guy, Johnny Scoville, the tube of tear, um, it gives me nightmares still. I didn't... <laughs> and so here's my thing. Like, I do... Like I go... I go... I got the cold tub in the back, 42 degrees. I go out and I jump in the pool. Here in the pool is like 42 degrees right now when it's cold out, 42, 43 degrees. That's
1: like a Tony Robbins thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I've been doing this. Uh, it's... I love mentally challenging myself it, to me. And so I, this tuba tear, I'd done some hot stuff. I did well at it. I go, oh, I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to eat this tuba tear in my hot tub. And it was still hot outside. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, so and I, you live in Las Vegas. And I live in Vegas. Yeah. So it was not, it was, this is was before it was cold and or cool. And uh, I did this tuba tear out there. And it was hot. Like, it, was, it was bad. And to get through the video, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to be OK. Because usually it's all, I hadn't had the stomach cramps yet which was a whole other, I don't know if you've ever had these. I've been told by someone who's given birth five times that the cramps from the spicy stuff is worse than pregnancy.
1: Oh, we are just getting started with Ryback, but I got to thank Roman for sponsoring this episode of the show and talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. A lot of guys are like, oh, I lost my mojo, or sorry, babe, not feeling it tonight. I had a long day at work. But with Roman, not to be mistaken for Roman Reigns, it's GetRoman.com, and it's easy there to talk about ED with a real doctor who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, it's safe, and it's totally discreet. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. The doctor is going to work with you to find the best treatment plan and medication. As part of that treatment plan, Roman's going to ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, it's discreet. Getting started is super simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BlueWire and you can complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle. It used to be like embarrassing to have to like wait in a doctor's office and then face-to-face talk to a doctor about it. Not anymore with Roman. You can complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor and they'll take care of it. Just go to getroman.com slash blue wire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. Once again, that's getroman.com slash blue wire for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash blue wire.
0: Now don't don't not my quote, not my quote, <laughs> but that tube of tear, I did that and I get inside and I'm chugging. I drank about six of these glass bottles of water that I had in the refrigerator and the heat started kind of cooling down. Like, okay, I'm going to be good. Go upstairs to go get ready and start my, my day, go, go train. And I had to get a bunch done and, uh, I get ready to get in the shower and I just sat down. I didn't, wasn't feeling good. And I go, what's going on? And I had no idea, nothing, no idea about stomach cramps. And, uh, I, the shower was running for probably 15 minutes. I'm like I got to get in this. I like, but I was physically getting so sick Get the shower over with, and I was completely sidelined. My stomach, it was the worst pain I've ever been. I could not get comfortable. So I lie down up there. I'm texting this Johnny Scoville guy, <laughs> damn Scoville, that tuba tear, and uh, he goes, whatever you do, don't lie down. Just sit down. It will subside, but don't lie down. It makes it worse. So – about five or six hours out of my day, though, I sat in that middle room in there and in the, um, in just in a chair with my head on the table.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I had a, the mother had to get the dogs. Because I was sitting on the stairs when I was coming down, and the dogs were just staring at me like, is daddy going to be okay? And uh, my mom, she goes, are you okay? And I go, yeah, I'll be fine. She goes, you don't look fine. She goes, you want a banana? I go, yes. And I, <laughs> I ended up eating a frozen banana, and that was the first thing that allowed my stomach slowly started like I'm gonna be okay, but I didn't get anything done until probably five or six at night. Wow. And I did that in the morning.
1: It's such an understatement for you to be like, I was eating some hot stuff and doing pretty okay with it. Like you were eating like the hottest flavor wings. Yeah, well, just like there's nothing.
0: Yeah, well, I've escalated from that now because I I didn't eat before that. That was the 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 chili heads have smartened me up that you need to have a peanut butter sandwich before a peanut butter jelly sandwich or a banana and a little almond milk before you go into these things to coat your stomach. Okay, I did that tuba tear on no no food, which was my learned the hard way. But ever since I've not had those cramps so. And I've done some. I've done the hottest peppers, and uh, but man, that Chris, there's people in that game. They're it's like we talk about it with like the wrestling moves, and like how where do you stop with the moves? How many do, there's people like doing 100 and something like uh, Carolina Reaper peppers now, and but what they do, and I didn't know this, they throw up afterwards, oh, because you can't process that much hot stuff. But I was like, I'm not getting into that.
1: That's, what's your uh, what's your What's it look like when you go to the bathroom after one of these?
0: That's, oh, that's my favorite YouTube... Co- oh, I feel bad for your toilet. Like, what, what toilet don't you feel bad for? <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, so not all of them are bad. It doesn't... Uh, and I take some ginger capsules with it, too. Uh, I will say that tuba tear, it's called... You get fire hose where pissing burns. I got that. And, uh, wow. and obviously afterwards there is a burn um and that was the worst out of all of them and the peppers there was uh there was a little bit of the burn on that but not too bad
1: Jeez. well the other video you've been doing or other types of videos you've been doing you've you've had phoenix marie on quite a bit and the comments and for for those of you who aren't familiar she is uh melissa an adult film star yes you had to change the name of the videos they were getting flagged is that what happened
0: no, I think everything's been all right with her. I think we did put one with Melissa because my guy thought the Phoenix Marine name oh, might it? get. It was
1: like Phoenix M on one of them. I
0: think. Yeah, we well we tried because we sometimes uh, a video can get demonetized if with like and they have their own fight with everything they do uh, with all that. But um, she's I've known her man since I met her in Australia. At a bar during the WWE, there was. a- uh,
1: Did you go? I'm a big fan of your work.
0: Didn't know who she was, and oh. I think uh, I, I don't know if you. I don't watch porn, Chris. You know, I gave it up August 19th. Had a guy on the podcast. I got to look at his name. Uh, called he had a, he wrote a book called Your Brain on Porn. This is going to make me sound completely crazy now, but yeah, he uh, he got through to me. He's very. I recommend every man read that book.
1: Completely off it.
0: Completely off it. I'm unfollowing the Instagram models to try to keep in the brain clean. It's
1: Give it in a nutshell. Oh, bad choice of words. Bad choice of words, Chris. <laughs> if you could condense this down, uh, what's the theory behind it?
0: Uh, that it's... So you got to think, okay, let's just... When we were kids, we, what how old are you?
1: I'm 36.
0: Yeah, and I'm 38. So we're similar close yeah. age uh, in, in growing up. Uh, if you remember early on in your, your adult life, Uh, And for me, if you would come across a a Cosmo magazine or a Victoria's Secret, that would have been pretty... Sears catalog. Sears catalog. Yeah. There we go. That would be exciting. Yeah. Now, just think. Now, here, 2019, you you see that same Sears catalog. Not quite as exciting, right?
1: Well, of course not.
0: Because we have access on our cell phones. There's so much the tube sites. And typically what happens with men and women is it takes more and more stimulation Mm -hmm. and it changes your neural pathways Mm -hmm. and it disconnects you from human beings. And there's research showing this. Now that's not saying it's bad. I don't, whatever you want to do, you could do, but it's addicting Mm -hmm. nonetheless. So and you, you get addicted to this. uh, It's just a, it's a practice for self control and uh, just getting your mind away from it. And I think it, what it, you find is it strengthens your relationships with human beings mm. so you became in a nutshell
1: <clears throat> uh you became this
0: is this is interviews all over the place <laughs> I stem love it. cells feed me more
1: nutrition and no porn <laughs> a little bit of wrestling um <laughs> we haven't even got to the wrestling yet <laughs> we've talked well we've talked about it a little bit but you know to, to kind of end this uh thing with phoenix marie melissa you you became friends with her in australia and i feel then... like you're a fan of her chris what this is i mean as in everybody do you want her number i mean what (laughs) i I have a girlfriend she's Ah, very sweet yes yes. Yes, she's very sweet Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: no she's a great she honestly we get along so just quick to this story we're at a this club bar it's completely dead the bouncers all take all a bunch of us there after a live event in Australia, they tell us this place is like one of the best places. Completely empty. We're sitting in there. So me, Miz, and Zack Ryder are uh, by the bar, and uh, all of a sudden, all these hot chicks come in. Turns out the porn there was a porn conve- like exotic, exotica convention over there. Okay. So all these porn stars start filling up the club. All these people start coming in. The clubs there get busy later than typically in the states. So. Zack Ryder's freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I guess he was uh, a big fan of, of Melissa. And uh, so her and her friend, were are by the bar where the, they're coming to go to the bathroom. And uh, Zack doesn't say anything. And so Miz instantly starts kind of getting on him. So as they come back out, I stop and say hello. They stop. We start talking to them. Everyone talks, me and Miz, we all have a great conversation except for Zack. He doesn't say a word. and uh, And then eventually we got her information and me and her just stayed friends ever since.
1: And she lives here.
0: She yeah, She lived in California at the time. And then, uh, she did the podcast for quite some time with me. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and she lives here in Vegas now. So mm. she works at a doctor's office. Legit.
1: <laughs> what kind of a doctor?
0: A real doctor. That's uh like a, it is. I've
1: seen a lot of those films start like that. They do start like that, yeah. which is,
0: uh, no, but she's, she's done well for herself. Like outside of that. I think she's still, she, still does some sure. stuff.
1: It's kind of like, I feel like it's kind of like the wrestling world where even if you're out of it, you're still, you're still kind she of. Was,
0: she was not she was like technically retired and was like not doing it and then she went back. I think she's like, they get you
1: back every time, damn it. Mm. You're not officially retired.
0: No, I don't. No, I haven't. I, I, that's the worst thing ever when someone, when you're like, oh, I'm retired and then like, a year later, there you are.
1: <laughs> that's a wrestling retirement. Yeah, salary. yeah.
0: Like every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone, who's, is, who's not done that? uh i christian maybe
1: edge well no edge came back for uh, a I, I feel like he
0: is gonna come back <laughs>
1: uh, i don't he yeah. had a,
0: his was as legit though as it can be it wasn't yeah
1: christian uh i guess if cm punks uh well maybe that's not even really retirement
0: he hasn't officially ever has no he?
1: no i guess he just kind of left
0: Yeah, that's kind of just what I did. The health stuff kind of threw a wrench in everything with me. So get the health back first. That's the main priority for me in growing. Feed me more. Remember when Daniel
1: Bryan retired? Yeah, I remember that. He's active. I'm pissed
0: off. I fucking went into part of my language. He's in Seattle, and I was having my own issues at the time with the company, and was uh, heading out. And uh, he's in a room, and I just wanted to swing by and have words with him, and it was a little emotional. And then you know, here then you know he's. I'm like, damn it! It was all for it's nothing. back, yeah, it's back. better than ever.
1: When you mm-hmm. look at the current landscape of pro wrestling, who is it that you'd love to, you know, work a program with?
0: No, I think it's there, there's so many options out there, and I still keep up and, and watch everything. And uh, everybody, there's so many talented wrestlers out there, and on, on both promotions for the big two big ones, I guess, with all the others, Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan. There, I mean, it's there's a lot of talent out there now, so it, it's for me, the matchup I I like the least for me is always wrestling bigger guys because mm. it's physically harder on my body, like the big shows and the Mark Henrys and the Canes, because right. those guys are giants. Yeah. So and there's not a lot of those guys around anymore. Um, I do think though, I always said like the Brock matchup has always been one. Uh, Braun, you know, is he would be a fun one. There's Bobby Lashley, those guys. I think there's people that like those kinds of matchups, but you know. AEW there's some everything with Moxley or Kenny Omega those guys I really Cody Jericho have wrestled wrestled those guys already Moxley too when he was with the Shield a lot always had great chemistry with him I thought so there's there's a lot out there it's just a matter of getting healthy and been in what we were talking about I got to be able to apply myself physically and mentally time-wise yeah at that and I will say schedule-wise like I never want to return to it four or 5 days a week well, I don't a- know how I could
1: AEW would be perfect for you
0: Yeah, no, that is...
1: Basically, fly in Wednesday morning, fly out Thursday morning.
0: And I will say, and and there's a lot, because people always ask, when I'm healthy and when I know I'm going to be able to be available, I will pick up the phone and make a phone call. Mm. And and I will see, we'll go from there. But I, I owe it to myself to make sure this is exactly where I want it because starting this from scratch with Feed Me More Nutrition into where it is right now, is in having it be a profitable business for me it it, it's a lot of sacrifice and hard work and i it would be i owe it to myself to make sure this is in a good spot because it it, it takes a lot of work and to not throw away the last three years
1: have you ever worked brian cage
0: uh i have wrestled him uh i did on an independent show a while back as well and uh yeah that and that was and that was so physically hurt during that he got in. We he got in two matches before our match. Wow. Didn't see him, and we had to go out there. And I thought we had a really fast paced, good, good big man match, and uh, very physical. But I just remember being like looking in the mirror at myself and seeing like my body and being so physically. Nobody can necessarily look from the outside and understand. Yeah. And I think I don't expect anyone to understand the pain that I've had with that because unless you experience it, you really don't know. And it's not a regular injury with the disc and having to regrow those in the shoulder and everything that it takes. So, um, but I look back, I've tried to erase a lot of the independent stuff that I went and did those first couple of years. Cause it was mentally, um, it was all for money mm-hmm. just straight up. Like it was because this took a lot of money and I don't live off of the wrestling money that I, and I've been very good with, with budgeting and, um, that money that when you leave WWE is, is good for two years. That's mm-hmm. kind of the window on that. And, uh, I took full advantage of that because of the chance I took on this, um, and sacrificed it kind of, it, it wasn't the best thing to do for my health. Like I ideally should not have, as soon as I left, I should not have wrestled at all. And you see people like Stu Bennett who didn't do that. And he had his own stuff going on. That probably would have been the best route That's to take. Wade Barrett. For yeah, him. Wade yeah. Barrett for everyone. But it, this, this was, um, and I didn't, I didn't borrow money. I, I put everything up front wow. because I, I like to hold myself accountable and I'm not going to lose someone else's money. I'll lose mine. Yeah. You know, so in, I just took advantage of that first two years what, on that.
1: What do you think has been the biggest change since you left WWE? If, if there has been any changes, I don't,
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm very happy to see uh, Bray Wyatt in the position that he's in now. Um, and coming up from developmental with him, there's a lot of guys there that I wish had more opportunities, the Curtis Axels and the, and the, the Bo Dallas those guys. Um, they're, they're, they're such great talents and, and they're on the road full times and, time and there's uh, I don't know and I I watch I just feel like I told you before I think wrestling needs um, you need to capitalize all the way on guys and maximize uh, your stars when when they are organically red hot and what's going to happen and we've seen this and you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and why that happened and everything in WCW they needed it to happen Mm -hmm. and I think now with AEW existing I think guys are making more money now than what they were, which is very good for for all wrestlers. But I think WWE's business model is going to have to shift to eventually. They're trying their best not to let AEW get past NXT right now, which we've seen them put NXT over on the at the expense of the main roster to try to elevate that as quickly as possible to hold AEW at bay. Yes. Um, what's going to happen is AEW is going to figure like they have an open mind, and you could tell watching this, and I know enough. All they have to do is be patient and treat wrestlers the right way, and they're going to attract the talent that they need over time. Ratings at this point, it, it is, it's not a sprint. It is, it's not a marathon. It's, a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, I believe is the, yes. the phrase. <laughs> and I think if they just stay true to themselves, um, the way that WWE has done business in limiting their stars, they, it's going to be great for everybody. And it's going to make everybody change.
1: Well, everyone keeps talking about the next person that's going to jump from WWE to AEW. Yes. What's going to happen when WWE starts throwing out some mega contracts to some of the AEW guys in a year or two? Because I think, But, I think, a, but
0: I think AEW is in a position to where they could match that. And again, so here's the thing. It all comes down to how you treat human beings. We all know the one side. And it's well documented. Mm-hmm. And as wrestlers, everyone's fully aware for the most part of that. Um, it's going to take a lot, I would feel, for people to jump ship from AEW to WWE um, knowing that. Yeah. I do, really do.
1: Do you think that the door is open for you to go back to WWE?
0: Uh Yeah. Really? I've been told that I have a meeting whenever I want. Okay. That was now how true that is. I don't know. Don't really care. I'm not. My getting my health back is my main priority. Uh, a lot would need to change. Like I said, this refiling of the Ryback trademark to me is just like it, it's. It doesn't need to be going on. There's no need for it. Like and it. It does not help matters at all. You know how I personally feel, but I. Uh, I don't like I. So it's funny. You know Vince McMahon. Do you know Vince has a brother, Rod McMahon?
1: i remember you were telling me about yeah it. yeah
0: like rod is big rod loves feed me more nutrition yeah, you're friends with rod yeah me yeah. and me and rod mcmahon are friends <laughs> and uh and he always he goes well vince never he goes vince always spoke really highly of you and i and i'm just like uh. even though
1: you told him to f off yeah, or yeah. F you
0: so but i don't i don't speak to rod about vince like negatively because it's his brother what am i gonna yeah so it's, and it's lose lose and in all fairness and I understand and having a business and how much and I have respect from a business standpoint my thing is is treat human beings better. You have a chance to and with you look at this with everything um, and doing the XFL and, and all this and what he does is it's incredibly difficult and in being that large but and for me leaving and having to all my health issues and, and talking about the, the pain medications being given to me there and leaving. And I left in on very uh, not good, not, not good terms at all, but having these injuries and having to pay for all of them. And then nobody's there for you just, and this is, I think it's a very important thing. And pro wrestlers need to understand that when you leave and specifically talking WWE, and I know from talking to people there that I know in the, in that work in the, the talent relations that they get hit up all the time by past talent, ex-talent that, have these things and it's up to you to pay for all your medical problems that uh, while you're there will show up later in life and for me i personally and, and there's there's still time for him i wish vince would figure something else out, figure it out with that from a health insurance standpoint uh, for former wrestling talent like w People say three years on the road there that you sacrifice and give them. It, there needs to be something uh, for the talent, I think, and because I, I do an independent shows and meeting a lot of the old timers. And man, it's really sad to see. Yeah, and I'm very blessed, like I've said, to be in a position and to get my health back. Um, but it, and I'm glad I got to experience it. But I think wrestling could be a lot better.
1: Do you think wrestling will start to get better? As Vince, over the years, will start to be a little less hands-on?
0: I would hope so. And I think there's something going on with Fox and, and Disney, and I think if they end up taking over WWE at some point... Fox and which Disney? Which I firmly believe they will. Really? Yes, 100%. I, I, that is my personal opinion. What on makes you it. think that? Uh, I don't see Hunter sticking around like Vince forever, just from stuff that I feel like I have understand what's going on. And... Uh, I think um, someone has to take it over. I think they've gotten so big that it's going to take someone like that to run that. And I think, personally, they have dumbed down the product and made it very simple to run for a big corporation to take over. Wow. Take out the psychology that made it, and anyone could run it, in my personal opinion.
1: So it gets bought out by some giant conglomerate.
0: Which we've already seen. Vince has already handed over power to Fox on decisions. We've seen it. On SmackDown? Yeah, on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's already going on. So he's never been like that ever before. I believe this is the first part in this process and with the XFL coming out and his responsibilities. Like, think about that. Just And I know this just from running Feed Me More Nutrition, and this is that's so small. And like, yeah, Running a major football promotion, do you know how much time and effort that takes? Like, so I, I just think it's the beginning steps of uh, something bigger going on personally. Wow.
1: That's going to be really interesting.
0: Someone has to do it. And
1: if it does happen, you'll go back to this video and go, I totally remember when Ryback talked about that. I've said
0: things from the beginning where people now come in and they go, You've always told us the truth. I said, From day one, I just, that's what I do. And because uh, the truth always wins out. And in this day and age, with social media, uh, and when you don't tell the truth, you're going to get called out on it.
1: Yeah. So I, I just want to acknowledge, with you know, the, the great headspace that you're in. You know, it's completely different from when you left WWE. Like, you just you're such a super positive person.
0: You have to be, and I, I've had uh, the privilege to be around a lot of great people. And like I've never, I'm the same person essentially, it was, but you gotta understand wrestling though, and anyone, it's a very negative environment there and it brings out the worst in everybody, which it goes, this is why I've spoken about different things in the pay structure and what, because it doesn't have to be that way. It could be the greatest business in the world. It really is, because there's so many great parts about it that if just the, the promotion aspect from them, if they would just appreciate everybody from the Heath Slaters all the way up, because the guys that are sitting up there aren't there without the Heath Slaters and the mm-hmm. Bo Dallas's and the Curtis Axel's. Mm-hmm. And it's a team effort, it's, it's one big team. And so in, in a scripted environment, to treat people differently because they are not quote unquote winning mm. is absolutely ridiculous mm. to me. And it doesn't need to exist. But getting, escaping that environment, getting my health back, and I've been very blessed that I left when I did. If I would have stayed there three more months, then my disc would, would not have caught it in time. I, I probably would have had to get the fusion, a five-disc fusion. and would have been done. Game over. Like, there's no coming back from that, uh-huh. that. And the shoulder telling that I need replaced and then going the stem cell route and, f- and being able to make money without wrestling is a very powerful thing because as pro wrestlers, it's oftentimes all that we know. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and I, like I said, I love it. And I wanted to do this ideally all there, but it was, everything's worked out for the best. And I could speak uh, from the outside. You got to get out of that bubble because I've been in that bubble since I was 22, yeah. since Tough Enough, essentially, and to get to have the courage to walk out and, and just bet on myself, and it didn't go as planned. I wanted, to, the, the whole wrestling part of things got fucking thrown out the window. Like, it really, and I told you, it was just simply in the booking matches against small guys for two years, and there they 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 were matches, I remember I was supposed to do one against uh, War Machine. Uh, is it War, um, not War Machine. The Viking Raiders, uh, okay. yeah, one of the the big guy on that, and uh, I wanted to so bad, but I was so physically hurt I was like I can't it has to be a small guy, but two years of just doing matches strictly financially, and it wasn't was no buzz, nothing, just all straight paydays and survived that, and it yeah. all worked out and got the health back and now I could sit here and hopefully have some options um, coming into 2020. Yeah. I would like to think. Um, now that the back, the back was the main thing. Yeah, that's no longer a thing. So everything, like I said, it's, every day. I do I'm rehab. I'm talking. I got a lacrosse ball by the bathroom over there, by the little snow globes. Yeah, yeah. That when I go to the bathroom, I stop and I do a set on the lacrosse ball for the for the bicep tendon and that. I got a softball up there. I got a softball upstairs. Whenever I go past these things, I stop and. I do little things to get scar tissue. Like it's constant effort throughout the day as I'm working and doing this to try to get my health back. Um, and because I don't want to end up in a wheelchair or anything and, and I wanna be able to go back and and participate in uh, in when I am, when I feel I'm ready, like I said, I'll make a phone call, and it would give me. It would be a great honor to be able to help whatever team I choose to uh, go
1: to. Well, your health's, you know, better than ever, better than it had been. Your company is doing well. Your YouTube channel's doing well. Everything's looking great for Ryback in 2020.
0: Yeah, no, it's just going one day at a time, and I'm very grateful and thankful for the fan base and the love and support. Uh, with everything, it, it's been truly. It, it, it's a cool story, and I think it's gonna. I'm going to look back at this period, and this has been the most pivotal part of my life from a self-development point too. And like I said, leaving, and I could say this too from being even competitive, and and looking at just my mindset, uh, how I looked at things when I was there, and wanting to be the best so bad, and being in a position to, and not necessarily being able to it didn't go the way that I wanted. Yeah. And and again having a very positive outlook at the time, but I look at how I even approached certain things and like like I was so hell bent on replacing John Cena that like, I I had goals that, that could have been altered a little bit just in for my own sake. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned some very, very valuable lessons, and I think it's just going to all be part of a bigger story when it's all said and done.
1: So we're going to collaborate on a video on your channel now. Yes, yes. What? I think we're doing five, guys.
0: <laughs> we're not, we gotta, we got to Feed Me More Fitness workout video here. Okay. We're going to do arms, and uh, we're going to do uh, sledgehammer hit tire uh, strikes and burpees in the backyard. I'm going to give you a, a condensed wrestler workout all right. of... Uh, hit the arms, the, the show muscles. Yeah. Okay. And then, but a little bit of conditioning after to. so you understand what pro wrestlers, the conditioning you have to be in. All right.
1: So we're going to, I'm going to link up to that video as well. Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm a very normal-sized human. Ryback is a giant of a human. I'm not. I'm just... No, no I'm 6'3", th- three, 300 pounds. I'm normal size. yeah. No.
0: It's normal for me. Yeah. When you hang around guys like Mark Henry and Big Show and Kane, I was married to those guys for so long on the road. I, I'm very inadequate with my body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're going uh, to link up to that. Uh, I think we should drop these videos in the same day. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, you're, do the, you're the
0: YouTube master. Yeah, about that? You've led me to the way. Well, You're going to lead me to the weights. <laughs> what
1: a great close.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, brother. Appreciate you. Yes, yes.
1: I really enjoyed that chat with Ryback. Hope you did, too. Uh, please, take a screenshot. Tag me. Tag the big guy. I feel like every time I say the big guy, I have to say the big guy. Ryback. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of turned into Macho Man. Didn't I? I kind of turned a little? Sounded a little bit like Macho Man. Um, but Ryback's very so uh, very social on social media. He's very active on there. I'm sure he'd love to see it. Um, make sure to check out the other videos that we shot on Ryback's YouTube channel. The workout with Austin Aries. The five guys interesting adventure that we went on. Uh, you can find his channel at Ryback TV on YouTube. So uh, what a year here in 2019. Um, on the podcast, on the YouTube channel. I love that as we head into 2020, there's so many different possibilities, both for us and and for Ryback as well. I think, like I mentioned, I think we're going to see him back in the ring in 2020. Let me know where you think it should be. I think hearing his music hit in WWE might make sense, but uh, I mean, he said there that the door's open, that he hasn't burned any bridges. I don't know. Maybe he needs to go somewhere new. Maybe NWA. That'd be a great fit for him. Uh, AEW, of course, he'd be a monster in AEW. It'd be great to see him there. So super excited to see what's going on there. And, uh, But hey, I appreciate you listening to the show. And uh, you know, I end these with quotes every time. And uh, I asked Ryback, I said, what's your favorite quote? I want to end, end the show with a quote that means something to you. And it was actually a quote that hangs in his bathroom. So when he texted this to me and he said, this is the quote, I remembered seeing it in his bathroom when I was there. And it's from Sarah Bernhardt. and it says, life engenders life, energy creates energy. It is by spending oneself that one becomes rich. So thanks for checking out this chat with the big guy and we will see you next Thursday.